Texas and other states drop the COVID restrictions, the CDC announces that Americans with COVID vaccine can gather indoors without a mask. Cuomo is stripped from emergency pandemic powers. The DC police and the FBI alert ahead of a QAnon inauguration day. An LA teachers union condemns school reopening deal as propagating structural racism. We're getting into all these stories and more, but before we get into this, please drop this video a like and share this video. It is the only way we can possibly grow. Also, there might be random ads playing throughout this content that help fund and support the show. Please bear with me. Let's get into this. So Texas and other states, uh, they drop their coronavirus restrictions, and the left is absolutely going insane. Now, this is one specific tweet that I want to talk about, and um, it's, it says, screw you, Greg Abbott, which is the governor of Texas, I'm wearing every mask I own. Normally a proud Texan, but right now I hate it here. And I... And I, and I quoted this as a leftist discovers that she has free will (laughs) and does not need government to force her to do things now i love it how the the left the left's big own is well you i I can't even describe what their big own is well you need to tell me what to do so i'm gonna do what you're not telling me what to do so i'm gonna do it like what like what kind of defiance is that the governor is literally saying you do you boo boo and then they're like well i am gonna do what i want you to force me to do well that's a cell phone these people do not realize that is a cell phone these people um are discovering free will free will for the first time ever and they think that uh doing what they want the government to force them to do is an act of defiance it is not these people don't understand free will. Some people were are meant to be. Uh, to, uh, some people are meant to be ruled. <laughs> some people are meant to be rulers. Other people just want to live their damn life. <laughs> Which one are you? So the Democrats be like, "How dare you end lockdowns? I'm going to die now because someone isn't forcing me to stay home." Listen. If you're a Democrat in these red areas that uh, has an issue with what is going on and and not being forced to stay inside, um, being able to go back, having the free will and the free choice to make your own decisions, if you have a problem with that, then get the heck out of here. Go to Canada, go to Mexico, go to China, go to North Korea for all I care. Because clearly you're not meant to live in America. Literally, the the founding principles of America is literally you do you boo-boo. That's that's that should be the libertarian uh, slogan. You do you, boo boo. So, not only was it uh, Texas, it was also the Mississippi governor ends mask mandate and social distancing requirements. All businesses can reopen at a hundred percent capacity. Uh, same thing with Texas, and um, yeah. Um, so let's, let's let's read the article. Let's read what was said. So the coronavirus cases fall. States are rescinding mask mandates and reopening businesses and schools, prompting people to emerge after months of isolation despite uncertainty about the pandemic's future. So it's been over a year now. Like, it's been over a year. Like, get over it. it like, <laughs> Texas said Tuesday it was lifting its mask requirements and allowing businesses to fully reopen. The most expen- expansive step by step any state to remove the coronavirus restrictions as Americans across the country are eager to emerge uh, after a year of isolation in the pandemic. Now, I cannot explain to you how unhealthy that these lockdowns have made me. 
I believe I did have COVID recently because I, I lost my sense of smell. I still cannot smell. But since COVID started, I went from weighing 175 pounds, super fit. I was ripped working out every single day. Then California shut the gyms for a year. And not knowing that it was going to actually last an entire year, I decided, well, let me make this like my cheat week. You know, let, let's have fun. Let me make this my cheat week. Let me embrace these lockdowns. Let me be a, a, a couch potato. And then I can just hit the gym back again. Really tough. Really tough. Then, you know, a week went by. Two weeks went by. Then I'm like, well, I guess this will be my cheat month. And then by the time like I was done with that, okay, I got to get my stuff back together. I got to get my body back together. It's been a month of eating pizza every night and not working out. Boom, gyms are closed. Okay, now what am I going to do? I'll go for walks and runs around Hollywood, which is unhealthy for your lungs to begin with. And, and, and stepping over human feces and, and fecal matter uh, wasn't really good. And I can only do that for so long. And not being able to go to the gym and not being able to be in a normal mindset and a normal workflow, you, you, you start to have and live a more sedative lifestyle. And it's hard to break food and eating addictions. I mean, I, I, I am a glutton. I gluttonize. I'm lucky. Luckily, I do have a, a faster metabolism. Luckily, I, I am trying to get my body back on shape, but I did gain close to 30 pounds. I almost weighed 200 pounds. I don't think I've ever weighed 200 pounds in my entire life. And it all goes to my gut. So I just got a nice fat gut going on right now. Um, but luckily, I moved to Nevada and Las Vegas. And luckily, the gyms are open here. Uh, compared to California and New York City, where I was living, this is like paradise. Even though a lot of uh, Las Vegasers are saying that this is hell on earth um, because the governor is um, a, a billionaire Democrat who's imposing uh, some restrictions. It is nowhere near as close as what's going on in California and New York. So if you're from Nevada and Las Vegas, be grateful because I fled tyranny for here. And it's just, it's just less tyranny. But I would say Texas and Mississippi w would probably be the apex. Now, there is one post that I saw and it kind of changed my mind. Um, I saw DC Drano repost it and it kind of, uh, damn it. Okay, let me see. How can I find this page? And it kind of made me start to think differently about how we uh, look at the governors for ending uh, these ty tyrannical lockdowns. And it, it kind of did get me thinking, and I do agree with it. And it was posted by Ian Smith. Praise Greg Abbott because he opened Texas. Nah, why did you wait until now? Almost a full year, no applause here. Lives have been ruined and you want a pat on the back for undoing something that shouldn't have been done in the first place. Politicians are the problem. And I 100% agree with that statement, 100%. I think we're at the point where we're just grateful that the tyrants have ended the tyranny. But that does not mean that those tyrants are, are good. <laughs> it doesn't mean what they're doing is good. Obviously, ending the tyranny is better than keeping the tyranny going, that's for sure. But there shouldn't have been any tyranny to begin with. I think Florida was one of the places to really um, push forward and being more anti-tyranny. Granted, there are some cities that um, push the tyranny down because... You know, mayors have more control over their cities. But it's hope. let's just hope the tyranny ends. Let's just hope that our voting power increases and we fix the elections and we move forward towards a better future and a better country. And it's always the darkest before the dawn. The pendulum always swings the other way. 
And it's this has been a good wake-up call for the new generation coming up, saying, like, look, this is what the government is capable of. This is what the government could possibly do. This is what needs to be looked out for. Do not repeat history. That's why Democrats want to destroy history, because they don't really have the best history out there. So the CDC to announce Americans with COVID vaccine to gather indoors without masks. So I'm going to now identify as an American that actually has taken the vaccine. So this way I can gather indoors. So Biden says all Americans will have access to the vaccine by the end of May. I want you to comment below. Do you plan on getting the vaccine? Yes or no? Me personally, I don't plan on getting the vaccine because I believe I already had COVID. I still, I can't smell. So you're probably wondering, why is there a sock on your mind? Uh, one of the reasons is because I can't smell it. <laughs> and the second reason is it is clean and it's just been on my mic for like four years. So I just left it there. You know, why not? <laughs> Maybe one day I'll upgrade to something better. But let's read. The CDC will announce new guidelines as soon as Thursday on what fully vaccinated Americans can do, including allowing for small gatherings indoors with other vaccinated individuals. President Biden's chief medical advisor previewed the roadmap back to somewhat somewhat normal life monday i use the example of a daughter coming in and out of town who uh who is uh, doubly vaccinated and a husband and wife doubly vaccinated and maybe a next door neighbor who is known to be are who known who who you know are doubly vaccinated dr fauci said the white house uh, tax task, task force press conference monday small gatherings in a home of people i think uh, you clearly feel the risk, that relative risk. Um, listen, it, it doesn't matter what they think at the end of the day. It's you, people need to understand the personal responsibility and the personal risk. Even pre-COVID, if you're having large gatherings and going out, especially during flu season, you still have a risk to catch a, a viral infection or, or disease or there's always a risk when it, come, when it comes to going out and going in large gathering. There's a risk to driving your vehicle. There's a risk to just stepping outside your door. There's a risk to skydiving. There's a risk to even going on roller coasters. There's a risk to walking down the street. There's risks everywhere you go in life. And living your life in fear, you're not living free because you're living in fear. Now, to take precautions to minimize those risks, that should be on the individual, especially when it's when it doesn't come to um, stuff that's too public. Like when it comes to roads and stuff, that's stuff that everybody uses. I, I understand that there needs to be certain precautions to, to protect other people on those roads. But when it comes to you as an individual, knowingly and willingly going out to a store that other people are knowingly and willing going out to who aren't forced there and it's not even a public service it's a private business that should be on you their government should not be able to enforce what i mean legally they're not allowed to enforce but they do it anyway they shouldn't be coming in telling you what to do and how to be safe when you're willingly subscribing to acting a certain way knowing the risks um, they shouldn't be able to enforce on you having house parties. They shouldn't be able to enforce on you having family gatherings. That is on you and the people who willingly come to your place. Um, if it's a public park, then I can understand because like the government didn't pay for it, really. We paid for it. But I can understand that the government is, you know, just like how if a private business wants to require you to wear a mask, if that's on the, that's on the private business, that, 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 that is on them. 
as a, as a customer, we can be upset with that type of rule that the private business is implementing, uh, which is that's that's the difference. I mean, we can be upset and we can protest to get that removed, and or we can boycott or go somewhere else who doesn't require who don't require us to have a mask. Unfortunately, now we're living in a world of monopolies, so it's all what big business wants is what big business gets, and I'm hoping that big business pendulum does eventually do swing back into small businesses' hands. Because now we're so aware of how destructive and evil these big businesses are. Um, the problem is that they do have a kind of a stranglehold on labor and they do have a stranglehold on cheap products that are being mass produced. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. We're all aware of it. We're all breaking that fourth wall. We all know that we're being manipulated by these big companies and the big tech companies and how that's going to affect the future for the next decade, I think could be positive as long as there's innovators out there and people willing to help and support those innovators. Um, I think you guys get my point. So Cuomo is to be stripped of pandemic emergency powers in a legislative deal. Now, to be honest, I don't think he should have even had these pandemic emergency powers at all, especially if not for as long as he did. And I don't know what's taking it so long to strip him of his powers, considering the, what happened with the nursing home. If that was a Republican that was hiding in the nursing home data, they would actually be in jail by now. Not There wouldn't be any deals about pandemic emergency powers. They would actually be in jail. So let's read. The deal would roll back broad powers granted to the governor in the early days of the coronavirus pandemic while allowing executive actions critical to the public health to remain in place. Legislators in the New York Assembly and State Senate struck a deal Tuesday to strip Governor Andrew Cuomo of pandemic-linked emergency powers and return matters like lockdowns to local control. That's something I would agree with even more, uh, returning it to local control. Because if um, in local elections and local politicians, uh, the more local it gets, the more power the citizens actually have and the people actually have. And I'll use an example. Um, I don't know if this will apply because I, I don't know what they would consider um, locally have the powers. It might go by city. If it goes by district, that's even better. Um, but here's an example. My hometown of Staten Island is technically part of New York City. And Staten Island is not like anywhere else, the rest of the city, at all. It's the only only borough that's voted for Trump, the only borough that votes Republican. And it's also the only borough that has clean streets and a backyard with grass. Um, it gets shit on like by all the other boroughs. Uh, it's, a, it's the landfill of New York City, but... <laughs> If you went to any of the other boroughs and then you went to the south shore of Staten Island, it, it you literally goes from doom and gloom and piss and shit to like to blue skies and green grass. So it has a bad rep mainly because the Democrats and the liberals in the other parts of New York City are just jealous and they just want to shit on it because it's that Staten Island's the odd man out. But anyways, it it's so different than the rest of the city and should not be put onto the same rules and the same tax system and the same laws and the governing as New York City. Um so the more local the powers get. Now, if it's if, if the local powers stop in New York City, that's actually, you know, obviously that, that will still hurt Staten Island. But when you get more and more local, if Staten Island was able to make these rules themselves, it would more apply to what those people of that local community want. Versus if it's New York City making the rules, I'll, I'll, I'll break it down from the top. When New York State itself is making mask mandate rules, that there might people in the in the in upstate New York are more Republican than people uh, in the city. So people in the upstate are now following the rules of the tyrant that they don't want to follow. 
Now, if you break it down to per city makes that rules, now the people on the on upstate New York can do how they want to do, and it's more applicable to them and how they voted versus now people in the city the same exact way. Now, if you break it down even by district, because if you break it down by city, there are still places in those cities that are heavily Republican and places in those cities that are heavily Democrat. It's very split. But then if you break it down by district, it it becomes more in tuned to exactly what those people want in that district, the smaller it gets. Because people in New York, people upstate New York are forced to live by the voting power of New York City. And it's just these damn coastal elites forcing people who don't live on the coast, who just want to be free and live their normal life, they're just forced into tyranny because of the way these coastal elites are voting. And they're all damn idiots, and we need to start waking them up to save this country. So um, let me know what you guys think. So the D.C. police and FBI on alert of a QAnon's true inauguration day. So law enforcement agencies around D.C. are adding extra security due to concerns about March 4th, the day QAnon supporters believe President Trump will be inaugurated. Well, right now, currently, parts of QAnon believe that uh, Trump is president right now in a secret bunker. So watch as nothing happens because nothing was going to happen. And I think that applies to both. (laughs) That applies to QAnon. Nothing is going to happen. And that applies to the FBI and the law enforcement. Nothing's going to happen as well. So an internal memo sent by the House acting sergeant of arms said that there is no indication of planned protests. But, you know, they're going to increase anyway. If only they had this much precaution when it came to Antifa and BLM. Law enforcement agencies around D.C. are adding extra security out of concern about a coming date, March 4th, which is Thursday, that has uh, swirled online among QAnon supporters. The internal memo, the acting house sergeant, was obtained by NBC News, said his office is working closely with the U.S. Capitol Police to monitor information related to the March 4th and potential protests and demonstration uh, activity surrounding what is described to be as the true inauguration day. Um, They wrote the plans are in place for additional personnel to support the safety and security of members and staff. I wonder if this article is even going to show any parts of that QAnon conspiracy because it could be like literally just one small group of like 10 people. Um, It doesn't seem like they're showing any proof or any posts of these QAnon people in this article. You think that a group so devastating and so popular would have tons of posts all over the place about it. While users in online QAnon groups are looking forward to Thursday, no specific protests or events are being planned. According to, so listen, I have a message for anybody who does support QAnon. I gave QAnon the benefit of the doubt, and I gave QAnon, I was like, you know what? Until I see what happens on... Uh, on inauguration day or what happens when 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 january 6th i was like until i see what happens because you know you're saying all this stuff is going to happen the pope's getting arrested there's rolling blackouts it's going to be a massive blackout and everyone's going to be arrested i'm like you know what seems far-fetched but i'm a hopeful person and i hope that stuff happens so i'm going to give you until that date to see anything happen and that day comes and goes and guess what absolutely nothing happens and it's from that point on where I'm basically trying to tell you, QAnon, you're being you're being duped, you're being lied to, you're you're falling into this to this fake conspiracy bubble of hope because you want to have hope. You don't want to believe it's over. 
And that's the mentality. Like, I had a friend call me who actually did believe Trump is still president in a secret bunker, and he's reading off all this law and that and this thing in history. It's like, well, I appreciate the fact that you're looking so much into the law and so much into the history. But it's just confirmation bias. It's a you want you don't want to believe that this election was you know whatever happened in the I can't say the words because we'll get banned off the internet. What happened with the election? You don't want to believe that Trump is not the president anymore. And dwelling on these QAnon conspiracies and ways that Trump can possibly be president and save the country, dwelling on that stuff is not productive. It's being more on the reactive side of trying to garner false hope. It's not being on the proactive side. Now, if you do care about America and you do want to save America, my advice to you is dump these conspiracies. Go back to reality and work every single day spreading the truth, the actual real news. I mean, I'm referring to when the mainstream media says something, analyze it, break it down, and expose it. Don't say, oh, well, this, you know, Trump is actually over here and Biden's over there and Biden's not real. And as you can see, his ear is a little bit different this year than that year. So he's not real and he's an imposter. That gets nowhere. And I hate to break it to you. It's all bullshit. Okay. And even if it is real, it's still irrelevant at the end of the day. So what I need you guys to do is break out of your QAnon conspiracy bubble, come back to reality, and actually work and help fight to secure elections in the future and to help red pill the majority of America. I'm not talking about the radical leftists. I'm talking about red pilling people who are just entering the political space. Every single day, somebody, thousands of people turn a voting age. Every single day. And it's important that we reach out and we help red pill those people to get them to be a Republican, a true Republican and a true conservative voter for the future. Because we need to get out all these rhinos. We need to get out all these Democrats. We have a lot of work ahead of us. And every single one of us needs to join in and join in on that work. And we can't do it when we have, so, and it, it makes it harder when we have so many people giving out these crazy QAnon conspiracies because one, it's taking you off the battlefield, the battlefield of ideas, because now you're, you're diving into something that's totally irrelevant and wrong and you're just trying to confirm your bias. Um, so, hey, I'm, I'm giving it to you guys straight because I know there's definitely a lot of QAnons that watch and listen to my show. And I'm not trying to give you guys false hope to get views and likes and comments. I'm just being real with you because I know it is going to be beneficial for society that I that I do this right now. Uh, so dwelling on that stuff is not going to help because we need you on the battlefield of ideas, okay? We need we don't also having all of these stupid QAnon conspiracies out there actually hurt us because if somebody's on the fence, oh, what do I go left or right? I don't know what I'm doing. And then they say something wacko from a QAnon group, they might attribute that to the left, to, to the right, and be like, well, I'm not a wacko like that, so I guess I'll just go for, vote for, for Biden. So having those wacko stuff, those wacko statements out there actually hurts us, and on top of that, it takes you off the battlefield to help us out. So we need you, we need your help on the battlefield, the battlefield of ideas, not the battlefield of physical combat, the battlefield of ideas, we need your help. Stop holding us back, stop making things harder for us, and let's work together and actually work for the future of America. Stop dwelling on the past and move forward for the future. So the LA Teachers Union condemns school reopening deal as propagating structural racism. So they're, they're literally doing anything they can to get out of work. And if it was up to me, 
I would fire them all because they're too incompetent to be school teachers. They clearly don't want to work, so they're not going to even teach to begin with. So the head of Los Angeles teachers, I mean, this is a good time to do clean slate because we know these institutions and these, these schools are completely controlled by the, you know, these leftists that are teaching our kids. And now's a good time to clean slate and just get new real teachers in there that don't have a, a leftist bias or a bias at all. The head of the L.A. Teachers Union condemns California plans to reopen schools at propagating structural racism after a deal was announced on Monday. We know what's racist. You know what real racism is? Is not opening these public schools because guess who can afford to go to private schools that are open? And that's right, rich white people. So if anything, having schools closed is actually hurting minority groups because they're more reliant on the public school system uh, due to economic situations. So this type of stuff is actually, keeping the schools closed is actually racist. Governor Gavin Newsom reached uh, the deal with the state lawmakers to provide $2 billion in financial incentives for schools to reopen various grades in in-person learning at the end of March. Uh, you don't need money to open up the school. Sorry to break it to you. Some California districts, including San Francisco Public Schools, have not opened classrooms since coronavirus pandemic for school closures in March 2020. Under the term, then the, the problem is this is going to create two groups of of people growing up. There's going to be the strong-willed group of free-thinking people who either got a public edu- a, a private education or a homeschooled education and they're going to be advancing. And then you're going to get have the ones who are more from the poorer families because they don't have the time and the resources to help educate their kids and and, and give those kids those proper knowledge who they need the public school. And those kids are going to be in for a really rough time. And Unfortunately, those are going to be a lot of kids from minority groups. So it's just adding to this racial inequity, inequality, divide, or whatever that the left is always talking about. Um, and on the reason why I, I, I bring race into this situation and talking about it from a racial standpoint is because they brought it into propagating structural racism. So keeping the schools closed, keep that in mind, is actually hurting minorities more than they hurt white people. It's actually helping white people because white people are going to get the edge now. Counties with higher uh, case rates daily of 25 cases per 100,000 would be required to open kindergarten through second grade in order to receive funding. The plan does not mandate the reopening of any school districts. Instead, schools would start to lose their share of the $2 billion funds for each day they they remain closed. Teachers are not required to be vaccinated to return the classroom under the plan. The final decision on whether the reopening of the school is left to individual districts. The head of the teachers union in Los Angeles, whose school districts serve, uh, serve 600,000 students, is the second largest in the U.S., condemned the plan shortly after it was announced. If you're conditioning funding on the reopening of schools, that money will only go to white and wealthier healthy school communities that do not have the transmission rates of low-income black and brown communities do. This recipe for propagating structural racism, and it is deeply unfair to the students we serve. So there you have it. It is racist because the schools that will be reopening will be white schools. How about this? You reopen, you secure the bag, you get the money. I mean, it's also part of the government if, if, if they're requiring them to open only by case by case. But that's not even the situation that's going on. It's the teachers' unions. They're, it's not, they're not opening because... Uh, because of the because the cases are high, they're not opening because 
at the end of the day, these teachers don't really want to go back to work. They're being caught going on vacations, you know, when they're advocating for shutdowns. They're being caught making fun of parents for wanting their kids to go back to school. They've been caught doing all these things. So it's not about the cases. It's about the teachers not wanting to return back to work because they want to still get paid to sit at home and go on vacation. So that's that's the sole problem. Um, and then obviously the government wants to put these arbitrary guidelines to make the schools reopen based on cases. And then, you know, people who don't want it to reopen are just going to make it about racism because black communities were more hard, are, are more affected by uh, COVID. Um, well, guess what? Black communities are more affected by the lockdowns because if we're going to go by... Uh, poor communities and rich communities, rich communities are perfectly fine. They have the resources to keep their kids educated. They have the resources to keep their lives going normal. They have the resources to uh, advance where poor communities don't have the resources they need. If they're going to have these poor communities are going to return back to work, they do need the school to be their babysitter. That's one of the services of the schools. They do need their, their kids to go back to school and get those free lunches. And all those little things help and build up. And that helps the lower income communities is having the schools open. Um, I guess percentage wise, based on uh, race, obviously, the mi minorities are more into those lower income communities. So if we're going to bring this down to a, a standard of racism, uh, or what what is racist or not, that is right, the minority communities are being disproportionately hurt by these lockdowns and these school closures. So Dear LA Teachers Union, dear other teachers unions that are keeping things closed, if you keep things closed, you are in fact 100% racist. Thank you guys for watching my show. Please, uh, if you support my show, please become a Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salads. If you donate, I'll give you a call to say thank you. Uh, also, like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on, share this video, whatever you got to do. Um, text me to join my newsletter. The number's up on screen or in the description. Download the app, America Now News. Um, I don't know if there's anything else I have to plug. Listen to full episode of the podcast apps, The Joey Saldino Show. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Peace out.